to understand and and so it, it also adds to the tragedy because now you you know that this kid comprehended what was going on and really felt something throughout it even though you don't get a lot of scenes with him in particular uh, yeah and, and it's and it's depicted obviously by Zhuavsky and like this very sort of like unreality quality this like surreal um, yeah there's a lot of times happening. where you're like where is the kid <laughs> you know like <laughs> like they'll just be screaming for for hours on end and you're just kind of like is the is the child in the other room is he somewhere else like you really feel a, a huge neglect for him throughout the film yeah no d- definitely and i i also like too that um we, we've mentioned it before but like the you know because again this is the the psychological torment of this experience being rendered sort of like ex externally um, but I, I really like how that gets rendered in the performances by the two characters and especially especially Ajani. And the reason I bring this up is because I want to get us to the subway scene. Oh, hell yeah. Um, where her body just contorts and oh. flips and moves and bends in ways it can as she just starts to... Uh, she She starts like laughing which then becomes this uncontrolled screaming yeah i'm really curious as to where like i'm wondering if she uh, gathered inspiration from because you know how nowadays the the whole thing of like a possession and and like the convulsions and the hysterical laughter and and whatever else the weird voices things like that they become Mm -hmm. they become kind of a staple in like being possessed by a demon or something like that Whereas Mm -hmm. this is one of the first times I've really uh, seen that kind of expressionistic, very physical performance of a possession. And I'm curious is if she just kind of let herself go or if she saw some of those like fake possession videos and took inspiration from it because this is what, 1981? And, mm-hmm. and I feel like, like all the possession movies nowadays are basically just copying this scene, but far worse. And, um, well, and, I and, found it and there's something so scary about it too, because technically, I mean, that's, you're right that that's the vocabulary of the performance, but that actually isn't what, like, she's not really being possessed. Oh, it's not no, like an no. exorcist thing where like the but, devil has come into her body and is unleashing her body, which makes it all the creepier that absolutely. this is really a deep down expression of her feelings right. and her performance just gets completely like manic and animalistic and, and, and the, the, the shrieking and the way that her body moves in these inhuman ways. And it's, it's such an operatic way. And like the physical movements of it is again, sort of like dance, like almost in a way. Yeah. And it, it honestly, it's a violent only, interpretive dance. <laughs> yeah. The only performance I've ever seen that even slightly reminded me of this was actually, um, by John Cassavetes's wife, Gina, Gina Rollins. Okay. Um, she working with John Cassavetes and his sort of like spontaneous sort of like improvised acting style was able to, in some of the films she, she, she worked in like, like opening night and, uh, especially a woman under the influence. Uh, she got into just sort of like these almost, um, you know, again, she's supposed to be sort of like the hysterical wife a little bit, but she got into it through like these very, it's animated to not even the word, but like I, I like animalistic yeah. and sort of like primal expression 
of that and the way that they use every gesture of their face and their body to really get you to feel that. And it's honestly the only performance I've ever seen that reminded me um, of what Ajani is doing here, which is why, you know, she she won Best Actress at Kid and I was like, yeah, good for her. <laughs> well deserved. She, she clearly went to some freaking places and like and then just the- like the breathing and the yelling and the wide eyes and the way that she bends herself. Yeah. And then combining that also with what is the actual content of the scene, which I think is supposed to be that she's having a miscarriage and that that miscarriage has sort of itself mutated into the monster. Yeah. A little I bit. think that, that's that what that it in, is. In, in, in some, in some way she's, uh, this is the origins or the birth of the monster and watching her fall, smash her groceries on the ground and then have bodily fluids as well as sort of like blood coming out of her as she is like sort of yeah. like having a miscarriage and also the milk is on the ground and she's just rolling in it and it's coming out of every part of her body it's really horrible oh it's nuts <laughs> and and what i like too is that he is very particular on the colors that he uses which is uh mm-hmm. green white and red and so like red is obviously the blood that's kind of coming out from and and it's coming out from not just the area it's coming from everywhere it seems it's coming out of yep, like her shoulders eyes almost yeah, yeah it's <laughs> it's crazy so this is an entire like body discharge basically and so yep. you have this idea of like the white kind of being like you know semen or something like that you have the blood of the red and then on the side if you notice there's actually a green ooze that comes out as well yep. and so yep. you have that that uh, that connection to like the green eyes of the doppelganger and and also just like seeing a green liquid come out of a woman after you know what is also going on is just it's 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 very it's much more uneasy and it kind of uh, puts in a question in your head like why well, it's, is it's, that it's, it's there very, in particular? Yeah, it's very it's very unnatural. Exactly, right? like we don't have green liquids inside our body, to my knowledge. Again, so. <laughs> he has he has, he has no interest in realism because this pain yes. seen in any other context, you know, it might be just like you know a little tiny bit of blood and you know the actress performing you know sort of like emotional pain. Right. But he he takes this to like an absolute bodily and performative extreme that doesn't make any sense in any sort of realistic context. And actually, the last time I saw green goo come out of a body, it was actually last week with uh, Peter Jackson's Brain Dead. (laughs) Absolutely, yeah, with the the mother's dead body and they're they're working on her in the for the morgue or whatever in the, in the embalming fluid yeah. like pops her eyes out basically and yeah. stuff like that. So that's I, the last time I saw that. So the fact that that is something that my brain was thinking about, um, while I was watching just like, you know, something so emotionally exhausting, yeah. it just, it, it, it really and, gets under your skin. Just the images of how he's expressed these feelings. Yeah. And, and I love too, that he has like, he's got,